It's time for You Better You Bet with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. They bring you the betting insight, laughs, and some rants along the way. The Nets in 2005, when they were still in New Jersey, played the Golden State Warriors. We bet Golden State, and Derek Fisher was the Warrior starting point guard, and my buddy kept yelling, D-Fish, get wet. And he was terrible, and the Nets won by like 35 points. We'll give you an edge to beat the spread and so much more. One team to win their division as a great bet, it would probably be the Packers. Does this market have a vulnerable favorite? And I have to beat Detroit, who's very hyped, and their offense was excellent last year. Their quarterback is Jared Goff, and their coach is Dan Campbell. Would you rather fade that pair or Mahomes Reed? What do we call that? Wagertainment. It's You Better You Bet from BetQL. That's indeed it is You Better You Bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, great to be here with you on the BetQL Network, where every game is Game 7. We bring you no hot take BS on this show. We bring you the bets. And we bring you the sports. We're coming to you live today from all the usual spots, odyssey.com and the app, betqlnetwork.com and the app, radio stations nationwide as part of the BetQL network. We are on YouTube, youtube.com backslash odyssey sports, and on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash betql. Ken and I are here. We're bringing you the wagertainment up until 7 o'clock Eastern. We're talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people over at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. The show also brought to you by BetQL. With all the tools you need to take down the sportsbooks, BetQL.com and the BetQL app. On this, M3, three words that start with M, Magnificent Football Monday. As we trudge towards the start of the National Football League season, it is August 14th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Our show is on X. You're damn right it is. At You Better You Bet. I'm on uh, X and Instagram at The Costos. And Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, we're always on X at Lockie Lockerson. 24 7. 24 7 on X. Yeah. It's a fun life. Mm. Is it? 24 7? Kind of down would be up pretty fast. Has, yeah, there'd be, so be a lot going on. You're always thirsty. You're sweating. Your lips are always chapped. No good. Sounds like me right now. You like, <laughs> you like house music? You're having a great time. Uh, two <laughs> tremendous guests coming your way on this magnificent football Monday. Connor Allen will join us from 4 for 4, giving us NFL betting takes from what we saw week one of the preseason as we spin it forward towards week one of the regular season. And our good friend Matt Moore from the Locked On NBA podcast and the Action Network stops by to talk about, among other things in the association, James Harden's explosive quotes from this morning saying Daryl Morey, Sixers general manager slash president, whatever his, his title is, the decision maker, is a liar. And he'll never be involved in any organization that Daryl Morey is involved in. Here's the rub. They're both currently involved in the same organization. So James Harden trying to force his way out of Philadelphia. We'll talk about that with Matt Moore and all things NBA betting with our friend Matt Moore as we move along. Plus, after week one of the NFL preseason, NFL week one of the regular season lines are on the move. We're going to bring you up to speed on the Broncos and the Raiders in Denver, the Packers and the Bears in Chicago, and so much more. I'm going to give you fantasy takeaways from preseason week one in the NFL, including the sky not falling in Kansas City. You see what I did there? A little Sky Moore action coming your way. Lots of fantasy takeaways from week one of the NFL preseason. We are also through match day one of the English Premier League. Once Manchester United and Wolves conclude, this game just started over at the Theater of Dreams in Old Trafford. Saw Sir Alex Ferguson being interviewed on on, uh, on NBC on USA uh, prior to the game. Awesome stuff. So I got the game on right now. Once this game is over, we'll give you takes for match day one. Already have a couple bets that I'm eyeing for match day two in the English Premier League. Also, college football season is on nigh. 
and what a treat we have for you, dear listener and dear viewer. Not just today, but over the course of the next couple of weeks here on the show. As two of our favorite franchise elements collide, Lochmas and Date Buckets. Today we start in the SEC. We'll be drawing teams out of the bucket that play in the Southeastern Conference. And Santa Locky will give you his schedule analysis. Eight Buckets meets Lochmas coming up today tomorrow and in perpetuity on you better you bet and power hour final hour of the show featuring all our bets for tonight we are locked and loaded magnificent football monday ken barkley how's it going how was your weekend uh it was great yeah hopefully your weekend was good as well uh haven't talked in a few days i guess we can talk about how our our betting weekend went in a couple ways we can talk about nfl preseason if we have to including a, a really excruciating beat on friday night like literally we get off the air and the worst beat happens right away for a few hours. Uh, but then the other thing just to talk about real quick too, is I think like one of the craziest stories going on right now in sports, which is Lucas Glover. And, and maybe like I'm biased because I like bet him last week and I like golf and maybe other people don't like golf as much. Um, I like don't remember this happening in any other sport to this degree, like what's happening right now with this guy. So for people who haven't paid attention, um, cause you know, major seasons over or whatever, uh, Lucas Glover won the Memphis FedEx St. Jude, whatever invitation was the first event of the FedEx cup playoffs, uh, won the tournament yesterday. Top 70 players were in, in the world were in it and he won. Uh, and it is his second consecutive week winning. That doesn't happen very often. Uh, it's been more than a year since uh, Tony Finau won consecutive tournaments. So that's historic in and of itself. Like this guy won a tournament then showed up to the best, the tournament with the best field possible and won again. Um, and he literally has a run of like six tournaments that's as good as like anything Tiger Woods did, anything Scotty Scheffler did this year, anything anybody did, except he's like, over 40 and has been a golfer for like 20 years and has never done this ever and the catalyst for the whole thing this is how this is how stupid golf is sometimes catalyst for the whole thing is now he uses a long ass putter <laughs> that's like the only difference everything else is the same ah but now i use this really big putter and now i'm on like the last two months he's the best golfer in the world it lucas glover i just it's one of the craziest things in the market is crazy with him as well. He was 75 to one in a bad field last week and he won. We had him, everybody on our show had him. And I we had him in derivatives this week, but I was like, I don't really want to bet him to win because I'm an idiot. He went off 75 to one again this week and he won again. I mean, it's really, it's like from a, from a, a betting price standpoint, a, a sports story standpoint, like when does this ever happen? Somebody over 40 ends up playing their best in any sport. And uh, and just like the combination of like, and kind of where we are in the sports calendar, pre-football, not a lot else going on. I mean, I really think it's just the craziest thing. And I mean, shout out to people who had them back to back weeks, especially imagine if you parlayed, you roll over hundred to win 7,500. Then imagine you put that 7,500 that's, I don't know, like $450,000 or something like that from a hundred bucks. If you just parlay Lucas Glover twice, uh, crazy. So anyway, I just wanted to start. I really think it's like one of the craziest things going on right now. Steroids. Probably just the long putter would be my <laughs> probably guess. Just probably the, probably just, just the long putter. If he played yeah. like in the NFL, he would have been, he would have had the old urine test the Monday after the first <laughs> yeah, win. Right. <laughs> just finished round two and they're, they're outside my locker again. They want another sample. That's uh that's how it is. That's how it's going. So, I, I, honestly, like, and you know, we had been, or I guess I had really been making the joke for a long time. You know, we, we've had our ups and downs as a show with golf betting. Um, we, I think collectively had gone a while without like, without a big hit. And then a like, long time. you guys with 
And then like yeah. the last two weeks, last, I think of the even like without an outright winner, the last little bit on the show, like you and Tyler have been absolutely crushing. So great job by you guys identifying Glover a couple times. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll keep, we'll keep the good times rolling. Good for, good for Lucas Glover. You watch the press conference, like after he wins the tournament and you watch him talk sure. and uh, he's, he's like, you had told me a couple, like a couple months ago that this would be where I'm at. Like I would not have believed you. Like I knew I was yeah. capable of this, but I never thought it would happen. It it is pretty insane, and now I guess we're going to see if he can keep it up. Probably not, but I mean, who the hell knows at this point, right? Two, I guess. Well, why can't it be that's three? That's the thing. That's the thing. Like, who who the hell knows? Like, can can he keep this up? I think the expectation coming into this week, this week that just ended, was yeah, that was like a bad tournament, and there were like not a lot of people, like not a lot of golfers of note. Like, I mean, Hideki Matsuyama and Russell Henley were the two favorites two weeks ago at the Wyndham, and he wins that tournament. It's like, yeah, whatever. Now it's like seventy top seventy golfers. Scheffler's here, Rom's here, Rory's here. Like everyone's playing. There's you know fifteen million dollars or whatever the FedEx Cup, whatever the FedEx Cup winner gets now. I think it used to be fifteen million bucks at stake. A ton of like exemptions, everything to play for. Now, like, let's see what happens. Like, no, actually, he just won again. And with like, I don't know if anybody watches. I found yesterday to be captivating from a golf standpoint. There were like nine golfers with a chance to win with two hours to go. Fleetwood's trying to get his first PGA win like ever. And he's like playing very well. Rory's playing really well. Patrick Cantlay comes out of nowhere and looks like he's going to win the tournament. Like all of these, all of these really compelling figures are involved. And like Lucas, again, like I just... I can't explain just how bizarre it is for someone to transform. I mean, you could make comps in other sports. Golf's a little different because you can be older and still be good. Like there's, you know, it's like Tom Brady in the NFL. That's not, that's not the right comp. That doesn't make any sense. But, uh, you know, just these like two week, one month, two month kind of sensations where it's like, this guy's been the same thing for 18 years. And now he's like literally the best golfer in the world. He's 33 to one. So again, market, like I think market has no idea what to do here. <laughs> not that even it, it's not wrong is the wrong word, right and wrong are not the right terms, but just, I don't think any of us know what to expect here. The BMW is this coming week. He's 33 to one. Like he's the best golfer in the world. The last two months, he's the best. And he's 33 to one. Also, his name is Glover and he wears no gloves, which is always my favorite thing about him. So now, like if you have a Lucas Glover outrider, you've got derivatives on Lucas Glover and he's in a playoff like to win the tournament yesterday. Is there anyone you would rather see him up against in that spot? Patrick <laughs> Cantlay. Now, at the very That's end, I mean. can't. That's a little it? mean. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, kind of mean. Patrick Cantlay's no, won the FedEx mean. Cup. Like not he's actually yeah. won the FedEx Cup. He's actually like, I mean, they're, uh, I mean, like Tommy Fleetwood. If Tommy Fleetwood was in the play, I mean, it just it's the playoffs over the second that it starts. If Tommy Fleetwood's in it, because he ain't winning. Did you think Cantley was going to make that putt at the end that he barely missed? No. Actually, I thought Glover was going to make the putt on eighteen the first time around, and he barely missed it. I thought he was going to make it and just win, and then said they go to the playoff and then, like Cantley into the water off the tee is like. I, it's got, I understand, like, it's crazy stress. He also was lights out the entire day. I mean, the best round by far of anybody on the course that played Sunday Cantlay did. And, like, man, when you go first in the playoff and there's, like, a ton of water in play, it, this is where it sucks to go first because Glover then knows what he needs. Like, you just, like, you have to be safe. Because, like, then, like, you have to apply pressure to the person hitting after you. Like, the shot has to be safe. Because if, if you're dead, he just wins because then he's safe. Like, it's just that he's going to hit some, like, low club and, like, just, ah, cool, I had, like, two out there, 250. And not that there's, like, he could also hit it in the water. There's a ton of stress. But, like, it's over when you do that. You have to at least apply some pressure. Like, he hits in the water. I mean, obviously, the, the tournament's basically over. He ends up with a putt. 
very, very, very tough to make to uh, to end up, you know, to extend the playoff and he misses and Glover wins. But yeah, to, I mean, to your point, like, look, Cantley's not the most clutch guy in a in a major. You would love to see him in a playoff. Guy has like no major chops whatsoever. But like FedEx Cup, he's been he's been pretty good. Like he won a FedEx Cup. I think he's won like three or four FedEx Cup events. So he's been okay. There there are there are golfers I'd rather see if I had Glover in the playoff than Cantley. I'm uh, I'm happy that we started uh, with like a, a good betting weekend for the for the show and for the crew. Um, yeah, it's a the crazy NFL story. Pre- yeah, the the NFL preseason week one just a, yeah. an abject an abject disaster. And I know yeah. you want to talk about the uh, the total in the Giants Lions game, which was just yeah. like at, like excruciating beyond belief. I'll yeah. I'll tell you though, watching the Dolphins Falcons game. Oh yeah, Mike White, Mike White, engineering like multiple possessions that get like inside the five yard line and like fourth and goal from like the two and like Mike McDaniel goes for it and they can't punch it in. I'm watching this and I've got all I can think about was Jets Vikings last year in the regular season. Sure. Jets plus three with a million red zone chances for the Jets and they can't score any points with Mike White as quarterback. So it's like, not only do I lose on my Miami bet, but it brings back memories to what was probably the most aggravating loss I had during last football regular season was that Jets plus three where the Jets outplayed the Vikings to such a significant degree and just could not score in the red zone the entire game. Braxton Berrios had that one drop. So it was just yeah, super sure. frustrating. I, I just, I, I love that like, a weekend of betting on football and football with uh, Nikki football's premier league bets. I need like, I needed the Chelsea Liverpool draw to come in yesterday. Thankfully it did like the save, save me from my NFL bets. And never, never a good way to start the NFL betting season. Ken, when you need the soccer bets to kind of rescue you a little bit, like I needed. Yeah, it's. I guess it wasn't the first bet of the preseason Giants because I mean, like the Hall of Fame game, we bet the Jets in the first half and we won. Which, like great Texans money Neat. line on Thursday like, night. Uh, yeah, like like awesome cool like i mean you know we finished the show friday the giants lions is the first game that starts i am very confident that the under is a good bet not that it's going to win but like very confident it's a good bet and we got the best of the number all of these things like 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 really like the under and got the best of the number perfect setup to like at least like sweat this bet out and hopefully it comes home a winner and like I don't know if I knew we were off to a bad start, but like, so Nate Sudfeld being terrible was the point of the handicap, right? And he was actually so bad that he created points for the Giants right out of the gate. Like, I think the Giants had like eight total yards and six points eight minutes into the game because it was turnover, field goal, turnover, field goal. That's a really good way to lose an under, right? In a a preseason game. So six for free, basically right out of the gate with no movement on offense. Then like the, I know there was a drop touchdown at the end of the first half. Maybe we got lucky, but like 80 yard punt return touchdown. Brian Dable is given like the stink eye to the special teams coordinator on the sideline punt return touchdown and then go for two after it. I'm just like, this is, this is really what I, you forget what it feels like. Honestly, the max number of points that were ever going to be scored in that game was like 37, which is what it landed on. And that's, and I, I actually found 36 and a half before the game started and just like lands 37 on just a cosmically laughable series of events and somebody out there won on it too so hey so everybody's bad beat is somebody else's good win that was a that was a tough one that was just a tough one to swallow on friday night i also you know, the people that won they get pissed off i just get out of my face like i just uh and at, at just at the end can you can you go for two at the end of the game like you score it you're gonna at least give kick us the extra point to make it five yeah it's like, just... what, i mean what what are we doing yeah, it's, let's, uh, let's work on those extra points. Let's get those going. It's yeah. really bad. 
Uh, good news for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, the news crossing the wire per Mike Garofolo and Ian Rappaport. Agreeing to terms with Zach Martin. So all pro guard Zach Martin will return to practice for the Cowboys. He'll be on the field for Dallas week one against the New York football Giants. What's the current line on that game? Has it moved? We're going to tell you coming up next. It moved. Line movement for week one in the National Football League.